The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, a post I read on Wide Angle. Wide Angle is a posting on the Marketing Leadership Council site, and it was by Anna Bird. She's a senior researcher with MLC, um, the European Division, and this was posted in late July. It was around MLC's 2011 study for B2C brands, a survey of more than 7,000 consumers. And what they were seeking to determine is whether companies' loyalty strategies were really working. And I have to tell you, this is one of the more enlightening posts I've read in a really long time. According to Anna Bird with MLC, 54% of consumers globally say they are more likely to try new brands than they were five years ago. That bodes well if you're a brand that's trying to secure new consumers, also bad if you're trying to hang on to them. At the same time of those more than 7,000 consumers, up to 40% engage in what's called recessionary behaviors. Now, we all know these. We all probably do them ourselves. We're looking for deals. We're using coupons. We're doing uh, all more types of activities than we ever have before. And we're doing it through new technologies like mobile search, social buying, and price comparison apps. So how do you stay top of mind with consumers who, yeah, we're willing to try lots of new things? Well, a lot of consumers. A lot of companies are saying, well, we're trying to develop, you know, a personal relationship. We've got a Facebook page. We're sending them e-alerts. We're sending them e-newsletters, all kinds of things. Well, this is what was startling to me. MLC said, guess what? Those engagement strategies aren't really helping you build loyalty. The frequency, no significant impact at all. And very few consumers, typically one in five, according to MLC, are even open to a brand relationship. So what are you going to do? How do you build that loyalty? Well, according to MLC, they said the biggest driver of loyalty was decision simplicity. Yep, in this age of technology, I've said it over and over again, we are overwhelmed Aren't we? Aren't you overwhelmed? I feel like we have access to so much information, and yet it's too much information. We have too many choices. We can't whittle it down. Well, that's what's happening here. Consumers, according to MLC, are overwhelmed by all the information and choices. Almost half of them feel anxious about their purchases, and even a quarter of them continue to research after buying. 
we've all heard about kind of that buying disappointment that sets in us because we continue to research afterwards. And um, so this is this is really big. So what can you do, Mr. Company out there or Mrs. Company out there? Well, you want to really help them simplify their decision-making process. Now, yes, we all know uh, recommendations by like-minded consumers is really helpful. You'll want to continue to do that according to MLC. And you're also going to want to help consumers pick the right options for themselves. We've all been online maybe customizing um, some options for us, maybe some buying guides out there to help inform us, some schemas, other things, apps that can help us make those simple decisions. So um, according to Anna Bird, uh, on behalf of MLC, uh, with Wide Angle, those are the things you need to consider. Don't forget, make decision-making simple, and you'll drive consumer loyalty. Well, Gucci girls is our post profile today. They're in their late 20s and early 30s, and yep, they're definitely in touch with all kinds of technology these days. Don't know if they're overwhelmed by it or not. My data doesn't show that part up, but there's nearly 2 million of these Gucci girls out there, median age of 29, college grad, single, employed full-time, no kids, really at the prime of their lives. They keep up with fashion. They look for change in diversity and style. They love to go out and shop, even if it's just window shopping. They like to make a statement stand out in a crowd. They consider themselves ambitious and money-driven, and they're willing to try new stores and brands, not particularly loyal. We just heard about that, didn't we? They'll go out of their ways to find new stores. They like to shop at new stores, and um, they feel like clothes at a discount department store are just as good as those at a department store, and coupons draw them in. So where are they shopping? They're at Nordstrom's, Express, Neiman Marcus, Banana Republic, and Taylor. Um, They're driving Affinities, Cadillac, Jeeps and Nissans, and they're wearing Gucci's, hence the word Gucci girl. Uh, Kenneth Cole, Chanel, Guess, Estee Lauder, and Vera Wang. Well, where can you connect with Gucci Girl? She's reading lots of magazines, a lot of them, of course, as you would imagine, lifestyle and fashion magazines like Cosmo, Glamour, Elle, New Yorker, Self, Entertainment Weekly, Shape, and Allure. They're watching E, VH1, MTV, Lifetime, Bravo, HGTV, and Oxygen Network. And they're online at iVillage. Travelocity, eBay, USA Today, and eHarmony. Well, my guest today knows a lot about connecting with consumers and how to use rewards to really gain consumers. Sandra Rand is a marketing manager with Peer Squared. Peer Squared is an online marketing and rewards pl- platform that uses a combination of gameplay mechanics, proprietary technology, and powerful incentives to harness the power of word-of-mouth marketing on the social web. We're going to be talking to Sandra today about connecting with women through rewards. More when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. 
Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is... Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Sandra Rand, Marketing Manager at Peer Squared. Peer Squared is an online marketing and rewards platform. Uses lots of different ways to connect with men and women. But today we're talking about connecting with women on the social web. Sandra, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, tell us about Peer Squared. How long have you been around and what do you do there? Sure. Peer Squared actually launched back in 2009. Um, they're a technology and marketing company based out of L.A. and founded by Joey Caroni. Um, over the course of the last few years, we've developed a product line called the Share and Tell Pro Platform, and that's our social promotions platform. Uh, basically, what we do is we help businesses reward their customers with giveaways or instant discounts whenever they connect with them on social networks or for, you know, for endorsing their favorite companies on, um, on Facebook and on Twitter. And we recently just... Um, added the ability to offer uh, support for Facebook and Foursquare check-ins and incentivized surveys as well. Oh, you do a lot of different stuff. And social engagement is a lot about what you do. And I know so many companies are trying to connect in relevant ways with their consumers. Uh, We talk a lot here about women, as you know, and we know from research that they really are lured by discounts and coupons, especially now more than ever in the economy. Talk, if you would, about how promotion specifically can really drive that awareness, preference, and trial for companies and their products that they're seeking. Yeah, absolutely. There's no better time uh, than now to be capitalizing on the expanded market of coupons and discounts and rewards. Um, Plenty of people are proactively searching for any way to get a deal online, but we also know that uh, women are starting to expect more of the way um, in the way of customer service from the brands that they love and do business with. So our belief is that you should reward consumers for taking an action that strengthens your connection to them. So if they follow you on Twitter, take your short customer survey, or talk to you with their friends on Facebook, shouldn't they get something from that endorsement? 
um, we really want to help brands to kind of easily and automatically reward them. Um, so as marketers, the power of rewarding your customers whether or not they're expecting it and really driving awareness lies in the word-of-mouth marketing that occurs when you surprise them with some sort of mm-hmm. discount or deal. Um, we always love to talk about Zappos and how an incredible case study they are for marketers. They enable their employees to authorize free overnight shipping simply because, um, and, and it's never a, a poorly received perk. People will then turn around and talk about that. So if you think in terms of social promotions, think about a product that you'd like to move more of. Maybe do a giveaway or a sweepstakes where people enter to win the product and make that giveaway even more viral by offering people a chance to earn entries uh, whenever they share it with their friends. So you kind of increase that buzz that happens around that product. Um, And another way that you can use promotions to drive preference or trial is to kind of test new products in order to get feedback from potential customers and maybe loop that back to your product development team. So, for instance, you could allow customers to unlock an instant reward or something that includes, um, you know, a latest sample of your product that you're just bringing to market or maybe a 30-day trial or, you know, a free service if you run, you know, a salon or something. Um, That will help you kind of tie your promotion back to sales and customer awareness and even kind of help your roadmap if it turns out that the product or service needs additional features or tweaks to be fully kind of brought to market based on that user's feedback. Mm-hmm. Well, and I really love what you said about surprising consumers when they're not expecting it. I think that goes a long, long way. I think it also tells consumers that, hey, this brand's really paying attention to me and, and they're listening to what I'm they're, they're paying attention to what I'm doing or they're listening to what I'm saying and they're rewarding me for it. Um, I think that kind of comes back to that scientific approach of the irregular award, <laughs> reward, if you will, of rewarding individuals irregularly and they'll, they'll tend to be more responsive. Um, talk a little bit, if you would, about what promotions do tend to work best. I mean, you just talked a lot about ways to connect through promotions, but I'm curious if there's ones that tend to kind of rise to the top more often than others. Um, So we're really kind of um, seeing more companies that want to do the instant discount versus versus something, you know, a sweepstakes to enter because right now a lot of people – you know, might feel more inclined to take an action or be a little bit more uh, loyal to a company if they can, um, if they can kind of receive that discount or that code kind of right away um, versus potentially being able to win a prize from a company that they already love. So mm-hmm. we're seeing more and more of our customers uh, request the feature and that kind of what that's what had us bring it to market was being able to turn around and say, um, you took this sort of action to engage with us, whether it be liking us on Facebook or, um, you know, checking in at, at our, um, at our you know, location on Foursquare, um, and, and for saying thank you, uh, here's 10% off or something along those lines. Um, we originally, the, the original version of, of the product when we first launched was more of a um, earn entries to, to, into our giveaway or into a sweepstakes in exchange for connecting with us. So um, we know that our clients are taking it a lot more seriously to want to reward all of their loyal customers and not just potentially reward one or two. Mm-hmm. And you talked about Facebook, and I, I feel like you know that's kind of a ubiquitous uh, tool these days. It's like you, you kind of need to engage people on Facebook. We know women are ra- kind of rabid, if you will, when it comes to social networking. Facebook clearly is a tool of choice. But do you feel that women are overwhelmed by offerings that come to them via Facebook? I mean, you, you've talked a lot about Facebook already today, and I'm sure 
a lot of companies out there, they, they first think of Facebook. But is it now kind of become uh, too overused? Well, and I heard what you were saying at the beginning of the program by saying that it's very easy to get overwhelmed, especially, I think, coming from um, the certain generation of women that are growing up now, we feel kind of alpha-inclined to to make sure that we're getting the absolute best sale or, or the best deal or making sure that we read all of the content about a certain product before we make that final purchase. But I think what Facebook is doing now, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know, We kind of love to hate on Facebook, but again, as marketers, it's really incredible what you can do. Um, I think Facebook has made some really interesting moves lately to, that give women control over how they participate and what they see. So I feel personally if we're overwhelmed by the offerings there, it might be up to us to kind of, um, kind of decide how we want to use that platform as a consumer. So mm-hmm. what's overwhelming is potentially the, the constant changes that Facebook makes to the interface, be it you know, privacy restrictions or whatnot. But I think they're coming to a point where they're actually listening to that feedback and making some good moves based on it. So I think women can feel empowered to you know, really just be in control of the brands that they're connected to on there and, and show their affinity for those brands and don't feel inclined necessarily to like everything that comes across for the sake of a good deal um, and really kind of hone in on, on what makes us feel good when we make a purchase and not just getting you know, a, a better price point. You know, I think that's really a smart answer because I do think if you're online a lot and you're on Facebook a lot, you've kind of gotten hip to these things as a consumer and you know to engage in the ones that really are meaningful for you. So there is a certain amount of self-editing, I think, that happens just out of survival, if you will, of not being overwhelmed. Yeah, um, and I think, too, it's, um, it's, it's just coming kind of to a head where we're actually saying it's okay to not subscribe to every day, daily deal service out there. It's okay to, you know, to kind of turn off those notifications. And um, you know, more and more companies are getting savvy to offering these deals that you might not be missing out. Yeah, it's okay. It really is okay. We have to give ourselves a little a little leeway as consumers and as women. I think as women, I'm being stereotypical here, but I do think we have put a lot of pressure on ourselves to just really seek out the best deal. And we don't want to let anything pass us by. You know, we don't want to pass up that what could be a really great deal. Right. Um, talk about, if you would, sweepstakes. I know um, being in the PR business myself and seeing sweepstakes over and over again that there's a, a certain number of consumers that tend to play them over and over again, and they really don't foster real engagement with the brands. But I'm curious about your take on sweepstakes and the power of engagement and whether or not there is a risk with kind of tapping into that same old tried and true consumer base. Right, absolutely. That's a, a great question, and you absolutely run that risk. Um, I've joked that those professional sweepers will be the next TLC reality show now that the Coupon <laughs> Divas have gotten their, their 15 minutes. Um, it, it's really amazing the planning and tactics that going into win, winning sweepstakes for some of those folks. It's, it's very much a lifestyle. Um, but to answer your question, I think the, the key to truly engaging with your customers is, and seeing real valuable engagement out of a promotion is kind of twofold. Um, first, you'll want to make sure that your prize is really strongly tied back to your brand and your company identity. So if your promotion is an instant giveaway, obviously, or an instant discount, it will obviously be tied back to your brand. But if we're thinking of a more larger, grand-scale sweepstakes, having something that really targets your brand is necessary. Um, I don't necessarily mean branded swag with your logo on it, although that can be a fair enough prize depending on what your goals are. But I think what I mean is that the prize needs to be highly targeted and for your goals that you set for yourself and for the experience in order for it to be considered a success. 
So you'll want to ensure that those people who want to enter actually want to win your prize. And the more in line it is with your company and brand, the more likely it is that you'll get the participation that you want out of someone. Um, for instance, if you run you know, a conference or an annual event, you might want to give away tickets to that event. Or if you run an e-commerce site, you could absolutely give product away. You might want to give away a gift card to be used at the winner's discretion. Um, and if you don't use the right prize, you run the risk of doing more harm than good when it turns out that perhaps your newly acquired Facebook fans or you know, Twitter followers don't really have an affinity for your company and don't engage with you once the contest is over. Um, because you really have to track that success once the, the contest is over as well, not just the buzz that you garner during that, that promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say, too, that um, in terms of our platform, even if the initial user is a professional kind of sweeps person, uh, they're sharing and endorsing the branch to their friends and followers. So um, our system is not your typical entry form and done sweepstakes. We really encourage users to push out um, our clients' brands to their social networks to, to really have a chance of winning. So that means the brand is getting in front of many other people and not just the initial entrant. So being making sure that you have a share ability uh, to your sweepstakes is huge because that way that word-of-mouth marketing is spreading um, even from those kind of heavy sweeps users. Absolutely. Shareability is critical online, and that's really the gold, isn't it? That for all of these things, it's the shareability, the word of mouth that it generates, the ability to expand beyond those core, core loyalists or those core groupies, if you will, in the case of sweepstakes. Right, right. Um, it's, it's, it's really fun to kind of watch all of that uh, reveal itself if you're ever involved in the sweepstakes. And I know a lot of you listening today are. So you, you can kind of see um, how that shareability works. Um, well, Sandra, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I do want to talk to you about what you're seeing as kind of the up-and-coming tool or site out there, maybe the beyond Facebook, if you will. So more from Purse Strings when we return in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Two, one, boost to ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. All celebrity voices are impersonated. Example number 74 of Dialogue. You will never read in our chat room. I have an affiliate offer for you. I want to interest you in pineapples. 
You want me to sell pineapples? Actually, I'll have some apple pie a la mode. It pleases me. Or maybe cobbler. Goodbye. Make deals and make money with people like you without the spam. I don't like being kicked out. You make me feel ignored. Goodbye. The WebmasterRadio.fm chat room, live in real time every day. Click on the chat tab from our homepage. Warning! Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Welcome back. I've been chatting with Sandra Rand, Marketing Manager for Peer Squared, which is an online marketing and rewards platform. We've been talking a lot about promotions and sweepstakes and really what works and what doesn't work. And Sandra, I'm curious, what do you think is kind of the new place, the new site or the new tool that's kind of the up and coming uh, site that can really engage consumers online? more of a platform, um, and I know that I sound like a broken record because marketers have been kind of harping on this for, for a while now, but I think apps and mobile are really where marketers need to focus their attention over the coming months. Um, I know that, you know, a study said uh, soon or, or not long ago that, you know, two-thirds of women shop with their smartphones, and I wouldn't be surprised if that number is even greater, but I came across a study just last month that said 18% of smartphone users say their recent mobile browsing experience has been frustrating, and all the way up to 70% of them describing their experiences as just okay. So I think if you're going to do anything to help your business in the next six months, it has to be to get yourself situated for mobile. It could be optimizing your site um, for mobile or developing an app that complements your product or service, but it also could be just to make sure that you're leveraging the existing apps and services that tie into the mobile experience that are popular with your customers. So if it's Foursquare, if it's Gowalla, if it's you know some other sort of location-based uh, uh, service or some sort of um, you know mobile shopping capability. If it's you know QR codes on your packaging where they can download product information, I just think it's essential that you're fully leveraging the spectrum of of mobile marketing, depending on kind of what your budget and what your ability allows for marketing your your product and service there. Yeah, you know, at the top of the show, I talked a little bit about how consumers now more than ever are really engaging with mobile. Um, and download apps to really kind of find the best deals. And it is definitely going to continue to grow. It's a space uh, for sure. Um, Moving on to, you know, some of the stories that you have to share. You've worked with a lot of different clients, and I'm sure seen a lot of successes through the promotions that you run on their behalf. Can you talk a little bit about maybe one or two examples of some promotions that you've really seen kind of take off that would be good learnings for people listening in today? Sure, absolutely. Um, I'll talk about one in particular. We have a a case study that might be interesting um, to your listeners. It's the story of two women traders. Um, Two Women Traders is a a small shop in Northern California, and they sell handcrafted wood products, candles, art, that kind of sort of gifted product. Um, They wanted to get more traffic to their site, which is ispiritual.com, and they obviously wanted to generate more sales. So they worked with us to power uh, their initial sweepstakes, and they were giving away a wooden labyrinth. Um, And while they were using – while they were – 
and while they were used to seeing uh, rather their site shared on Facebook or on Twitter or socially, you know, even through email, just a couple times a month, um, they actually started seeing it be shared to networks one and two times a day. And so that might sound underwhelming at first, but for a company that was doing just a little to drive traffic to their site, it actually speaks to the empower of the incentive. Um, you know, being able to actually win something gave people more of a reason to talk to their friends about it. Um, so when they started asking their online and in-person customers how they were found, they started hearing social networks as a resource, uh, which they never had heard before. So they ran their sweepstakes for about six weeks, and they doubled their total likes on Facebook, generated 65 shares on Facebook and on Twitter, more buzz than they had ever seen before, um, and, and actual people talking about it on Facebook and on Twitter generated over 700 new visitors to their site, which actually doubled their normal website traffic. So um, after doing some calculations, they, they realized over that time period, their revenues and orders um, increased as more than 20% as a result. So um, mm -hmm. it was just an A to Z you know, comparison to, to being able to speak to the power of promotions. Yeah, you were able really to tie those results back, it sounds like. Do you feel like that a lot of the clients that you work with, I mean, it's really all about the social networks. Do you feel like that's kind of the, the glue that ties all of them together when it comes to success? Yeah, absolutely. And I think they really knew how to connect the dots, too. And so what we do when someone signs up to, to work with us is that we have a sharing specialist that will reach out to them um, and kind of walk them through the process if they need it. Um, and we always try to offer up our best expertise on how to connect the dots between their promotions. So being in touch with your customers throughout the sweepstakes making sure that it's marketed and your promotion is marketed um, satisfactorily, finding out where your customers heard about you, um, and making sure that the prize is in line with their goals and their customers' interests, and that they know what kind of follow-up to do afterwards. So they ask questions and utilize customer information that they acquired to create touch points and kind of engage with those folks. So not only are they um, kind of acquiring new information with a promotion, but then they're following up with those folks via email, perhaps to do a customer survey or see what kind of, um, you know, if they segment those emails and, and do some sort of, um, you know, sales or, or discount just to those folks that um, participated in the promotion, what kind of return they get as well. So, um, you know, we try to work with every company that, uh, that comes through our doors to make sure that they connect those dots to really see the response. Yeah, it's important that you know what metrics you want to measure on the front end so that you can in, you can kind of figure out were you successful or not on the back end. And I think a lot of what you just shared right there are good examples of some success metrics that companies need to keep in mind. But clearly you would work with them on determining those metrics um, on the front end of the campaign. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're more of the technology vehicle for the, for the suit stakes, but we make ourselves incredibly available via email or we have a, a, a large community as well um, and via chat. If they have any questions in terms of setting goals or, you know, what, what is success, we're happy to answer those questions as well. Well, and speaking of answering questions, where can people learn more about you, Sandra? Sure, they can reach me directly on email at Sandra at peer2.com. That's P-E-E-R-2.com. They can also head over to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash shareandtell. And they can uh, head to our website and drop us a note at shareandtellpro.com. Super. Well, Sandra, thanks so much for being on the show today. Great insight on promotions and what makes successful promotions and how to really drive that engagement with consumers. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And again, that's peer2.com. 
uh, squared, but um, online it's peer to the number two.com. Thanks again to Sandra and thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at three o'clock Eastern Time. And until then, make it a great one. 